Uh, welcome, Whippy. It's, it's it's good to see you. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm glad you could be here today, and we can we can just, I guess, start with the with the softball, right? What uh, what got you into uh, streaming here on Twitch? What got me into streaming on Twitch? It was it was an idea floating around in my head for quite a while, but it probably wasn't in any way, shape, or form going to look like what it does in my streams today. <laughs> Way back when, sort of around the 2000s, just as I was leaving school, I was playing a hell of a lot of uh, Counter-Strike, way too much to be healthy, and sort of I really got into into gaming in a big way and to the point where it became my job and I was running an internet cafe. And games were just around me all of the time. I was picking them to pieces, making them work on our system so that you know CD keys would apply to different PCs when people launched games and things like that. Uh, and I actually got burnt out by it and just had to step back from gaming altogether. I probably took about two or three years off any serious gaming and just stuck to consoles. And I'm someone who's very PC-centric. I build all my own PCs and I have done for, for years, for decades even. It's probably since I was about 15. So um, two and a half decades there. Uh, and... I always knew that I wanted to go back and play a lot of those games that I grew up playing. So you sort of Half-Life, the original Call of Duty, Bioshock when that came out, all of these classic games that I never really gave the amount of time they deserved. Half-Life I did, of course. Half-Life was very part and parcel with um, Counter-Strike. But Bioshock, you know, I played for the first couple of hours and then put it aside because the, the burnout would come back. But when streaming came along, I really thought it could be a really good way of sharing gaming with other people and maybe help me through that burnout and going back to gaming. Uh, and I've been kind of wanting to do it the whole time, and I haven't yet. <laughs> but um, it is it is on my bio that I want to play classic games, uh, older games, play them right through and share them with, um, with people because uh, it's probably a little bit rare that people my age would be playing those games for the first time. And knowing about them, knowing everything about them, being immersed in people playing them around me. Um, you know, people were playing World of Warcraft around me all night long <laughs> while <laughs> I was making sure the place wasn't falling apart. <laughs> but I, you know, I only touched World of Warcraft for the first time this year um, when they did the Fresh Start servers. And I maybe left that one a bit too long. That game has maybe just aged a little bit too much uh, to be engaging for me but there are there are other games that are single player and that i'd really like to i'd really like to work my way through but um in terms of why why i actually started streaming that whole idea has always been bouncing around in my head and then one day i bought the millennium falcon the not the not the ucs set but just the uh, i think it was the force awakens millennium falcon uh from lego and i set it up in the um in our dining room and just started building it. It just happened to be one of those days where about, you know, a dozen different people came and visited the house, just popped in, said hi, dropped something off, did something. And everyone was just amazed by the by the detail of the set as I was building it and wanted to sit down and talk to me about it and just look at all of the minifigures and look at all of the detail that the Millennium Falcon had. And it, it's not even the most detailed Millennium Falcon that Lego do. But everyone was blown away. And at that point, those those ideas started to merge. You know, the idea that I could build Lego and share it with people and there's a platform where people play games. Those two could marry up. And this was literally probably four years ago or so. So had I done it then, I probably would have been one of the pioneers. But as is the way with me, I like to bide my time and sit back and let other people <laughs> play to the trail. And it it really came to 2020, and I'd had a had a room set up for Lego. Finally, um, I was getting ready to start streaming. I bought the equipment um, that I needed a decent microphone. I had a decent camera. I was I was ready to create the account and start streaming. And then that pesky virus hit, and mm -hmm. um, everyone got. In New Zealand, we had massive lockdowns, and lots of people probably already know this. Uh, so we were at home and only going out for like exercise and things like that, going to the um, supermarket. And that meant that my wife had to work from home. 
um, well, we were all working from home at the time, but my wife specifically was in meetings seven hours out of an eight-hour day. So she needed to have her own space and be on the um, video calls. So she had a ready set room ready to go because I had a streaming room set up <laughs> and she just basically slotted in and um, took over that. So that that delayed things a little bit and I decided, okay, I still really want to do this. I talked to a lot of people about doing it. Um, this isn't one of those ideas that's just going to, I'm just going to let fall to the wayside. And so I started working on a, um, a backdrop in here. This is my garage. Whilst this bit here might look nice and tidy, there's there's a lot of stuff going on around me that, that isn't. <laughs> yeah, put in a lot of work to try and keep all of that clutter out of out of this space. So finally, finally had this area, and while all of that had been going on, I'd been slowly getting more and more integrated into Twitch communities. Mm. I, it began with watching during lockdowns. Um, Captain Sparkles and Co. doing Among Us, you know, throwing that on for two or three hours and just sitting back and enjoying enjoying all the hilarity that was going on. Mm-hmm. And just it, more and more started to discover some New Zealand streamers, small New Zealand streamers who were um, growing their communities, started getting becoming a regular in their chat and engaging as much as I can and watching as much of their streams as I can, supporting them. And then finally stumbled across a couple of New Zealanders that were streaming. Um, one was, the first one was Brick Kiwi. He doesn't stream a hell of a lot, does a lot of really late night streams. But I jumped in and started talking to him and finding out a little bit more about streaming Lego. And then discovered um, Dan on, um, it was between the bricks back then, but building mm-hmm. with the black dog now. Yes, yeah, started seeing what, what a really accomplished Lego streamer can do and just um, getting really heavily involved in, in his community. And at, at this stage, it was more still wanting to stream and mm-hmm. knowing that and learning about other people out there and just enjoying becoming a part of the community. So all of these things just slowly built up over time to that one nervous day when I sat in front of the camera and I, I was probably sweating like anything. You know, fingers <laughs> were probably shaking. And I hit that go live button. And lo and behold, someone actually came in. They said hi, started talking. And um, that was Fanny Slam for anyone who, who knows Fanny. Sometimes hangs out in a few Lego streams. And they were great enough to, to go and talk to one of their buddies in another stream and send them over with a raid. So my very first stream, I got a got a fantastic raid and everyone stuck around and um, cheered me on, basically. Gave me great support. And basically, about a couple of weeks later, managed to hit affiliate. And it was all through just amazing people and communities, bringing communities to my stream. Andy's Lego helped me out, threw me into a raid train and um, just got me across the line with those first 50 followers. And um, haven't looked back. Had a couple of quiet months here and there, but just once once I hit the go live and got a feeling for what those what's going to happen, those nerves. But just just having an absolute blast engaging with chat and um, just sharing sharing Lego, sharing builds, and just sharing time. You know, sometimes it's not even about the Lego. Um, a lot of time it's not about the Lego. It's just more about hanging out with people um, on a Friday night, having having a quiet beer while you just unwind from the week and get ready for the weekend. And yeah, those those sorts of things are just fantastic. That's a that's a hell of a story. Uh, I I appreciate the the detail and everything that led you up to it's, that. Yeah, and, and and it's sort of where I'd like to go to with the with the gaming thing. I'd I'd like yeah. to play Half Life start to finish on a stream. I'd like to play uh, the original Call of Duty. You know those those games were um, they started a whole new um, genre of gaming. Really, you know, sort of Half Life with its incredible storytelling compared to what you got before that. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty with you know the first real military sort of um, campaign that wasn't Wolfenstein, it wasn't Doom or anything like that. It was historically based and a, a campaign story that you could actually play and enjoy. Those things were milestones of the gaming industry that I 
would like to revisit and um, give the attention that I feel like they deserve that I didn't give them back in the past. Absolutely. So we we have this story of thinking about gaming, getting into gaming, and then the idea of, yeah, I could completely stream this. And then somewhat by surprise, you're realizing Lego is another wonderful source of joy and content. So those ideas started to merge and you find yourself streaming Lego with the the idea of doing more gaming. What brought you to that point where you finally pulled the trigger and said, okay, I'm going, I'm going to hit go live. It was just time, you know, it, it had been long enough. There were, there were other things that sort of added to the delay and I had wanted to begin sooner. It was, it was, I remember it was the first of May, it was coming up to Star Wars day. And I thought, you know, if I, if I target first of May, then I'm going to be, you know, it, it gives me something concrete that I'm not going to say, oh, I'll just do it next week. I'll wait the, till the week after. I wanted to have had my first stream and then be able to stream on Star Wars Day and stream some Lego Star Wars. It was Andy. Uh, Andy's Lego also was a bit of an emphasis. Um, mm-hmm. it just in talking with him on his late night streams, he was just a, a really good cheerleader to say, hey, look, just... Um, just pull the trigger. Just, just do it. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to have everything perfect. You don't have to have the most amazing, highest level of everything. You just, you just need to have the camera, have the microphone, and hit the go live. So yeah, those sorts of things, and just, um, just knowing that the the Lego community, I'd been a part of it for probably four or five months at that point, and just knowing that they were so um, welcoming and so. Um, so friendly to to one another especially to to new streamers this is probably one of the easiest communities to get started in because people are so uh, understanding that it takes a lot to to sit in front of a camera and talk to people and press that go live it's not easy and i know a lot of people have um varied backstories in the lego community Mm. um there's a lot of people um who watch Lego streams to help to help overcome issues in their own life and um you know to find that enjoyment and just to get get some escapism. It's not it's not fantasy. It's 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 recapturing recapturing childhood. And also the nowadays with the detail in a lot of the Lego sets, um adults can really appreciate what's going on in there. Getting started in streaming in Lego is a bit of a unique thing. You You've seen in all the game streams and you you know what those communities are like. And uh, you highlighted one of the things I think we all note about the Lego community and that it's so easy to kind of get right into and is very welcoming. What was that like for you getting started as you were finally having probably at this point watched dozens, if not hundreds of streams, and then finally hitting the go live button for yourself? How is it different? transitioning into that okay i'm no longer watching a stream like i am the person that people are watching what was that like for you i guess at times it was it was still quite nerve-wracking but i was also i'm fairly modest and so i and i'd I'd observed it in other streams outside of the lego community where people had come into a stream and said hey I, i i stream this as well this is my channel blah 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 and it's very frowned upon outside of the Lego community. Inside the Lego community, sometime, some people will um, have a problem with it. But for the most part, everyone's like, oh, you stream too? Cool, I'll check you out sometime. But for me, having watched a lot of non-Lego streams, I didn't feel comfortable jumping in and saying, oh, I'm streaming now. You know, I've, I've been watching you for months and I'm streaming. To the point where um, I think I remember I was in... Um, uh, building with the Black Dogs stream, and I think Brick Girl was giving me shout outs, and Dan was saying, "Why do you keep shouting out Whippy?" <laughs> and, um, Brick Girl was like, "Whippy streams. <laughs> He's been streaming for like four or five weeks now." Yeah, and um, I think I think Dan was uh, a little bit uh, surprised that he he knew nothing about it, but I just yeah. I just, I was moderating for his channel at the time too. I think so. Mm. Um, I wasn't going to go in there and. Um, and shout out myself, but um, 
you know, we we shout out everyone who who streams in the Lego community. And um, when he saw that I was getting shout outs, he realized I was streaming, and I was just happy to just grow naturally, you know, um, and not right. write off other people's coattails. And to to be fair, I I probably didn't want all of that attention in the first few weeks. It was good being able to grow a little bit more slowly and. Um, have people come organically rather than have everyone come in and see me make an absolute fool of myself because I've you know muted the mic or done something crazy and <laughs> screwed up my scenes, got a flip camera or something. I, w- I was happy to make those mistakes in front of two or three people, and um, you know just just slowly grow. But also gave me a really good appreciation for what everyone else was doing as well, um, and. Just um, even been able to offer some some feedback, you know, like um, just with um, focus and exposure and stuff like that. You know, it can be difficult getting a really good picture of um, Lego pieces on a desktop. But if you if you can change your lighting, maybe I've, I had so many issues early on with lighting, just um, <laughs> working with getting the key light so it wasn't bouncing off all of the parts and things like that. And you know, lighting is a it's an art. People <laughs> spend their entire lives working in it to um, perfect it. So um, us who probably spend 10 to 15 minutes trying to correct lighting so that it doesn't look heinous on our streams, it, it can be tough going. But yeah, um, just easing into the community for, as a streamer, I think, was probably the best thing for me. Because I, I remember, too, the first time I got the big grades, um, you know, from the likes of Amish Ace and um, it's the Jang and just feeling absolutely shell-shocked and like mm. a deer in headlights. Um, if that had happened to me on one of my first couple of streams, I would oh, have yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> lost it. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it was it was a few weeks in. I'd been in other streams where it had happened to other people. So I sort of, you know, just took a breath. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and just... Try to try to try to stay a little bit calm and ground myself, and um, just try to be thankful for that people are actually interested in your content, and um, yeah, yeah, continue doing what you're doing without trying to be someone different. What do you find now that you've done this for a while, looking back or thinking about those earlier streams? What do you wish that you had known or had felt? Like maybe it would have been better to do it this way or know this kind of information going in. How how would you how would you tackle it differently, knowing what you know now? I would, and I still need to have a more settled schedule. Um, just being able to reliably be online can be a um, can be a real uphill battle sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I know that. I know on a you know on a Wednesday I'm part of a the brick builders raid train and people know that they can expect me at a certain time and on a Friday night uh, I stream at 8 p.m. New Zealand time on a Friday nights yeah just we had we had we had a few few issues that uh, needed to get behind to get past actually November's been a really tough month for me and um, I'd not streamed for a couple of weeks when you messaged me saying, "Hey, how would you like to?" Um, oh yeah, I, I, I was aware. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I should probably start streaming." No, yeah, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't. There's no requirement there to be on the show. Yeah, I mean, I to 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 give you information on on that. I always kind of look at at channels. I mean, a lot. I, I was already familiar with your channel going into it before I asked you, I, I did peek at your channel. I was like, it's been a while. I'm just going to assume that he's good and he's just taking a break or he would let me know if he just, he's like, oh, I'm done. I'm done for now. So I didn't want to lead with that, but I'm glad that, that you addressed so, it. <laughs> so we got COVID in our household mm. uh, and it was our first time getting it. So to begin with, my my wife had it and I was looking after her then the daughter and then i finally got it and it really knocked me for six i afterwards i was extremely fatigued um just low energy and that just leads to low motivation and i didn't want to bring that into into my channel i didn't Mm -hmm. want to be on here if um i wasn't able to be myself um Mm -hmm. i didn't want to come in and complain and that i was 
although I often come in and complain about, um, you know, injuries that I've sustained playing sport and things like that. But, um, and after what, you know, you get in, into that rut, you know, it's, oh, it's been a week and I haven't strained. It's easy to make it a week and a half. Something comes up and it's two weeks and all of a sudden you're in this, oh, um, am I a streamer anymore? Do I, <laughs> do I actually want to go out there and hit go live? And you, you start getting closer and closer to that, you know, that first stream where you, you're so nervous about doing it and wondering if people would show up. Your request was perfectly timed for me because it was that <laughs> kick. It was like, yeah, no, you you enjoy doing this. You want to you want to keep doing it. And, yeah, um, yeah. Came out here and tidied things up a little bit, and um, <laughs> yeah, just just got got back on the rails. Really good. Well, I'm I'm glad that can actually be a bit of a, a motivator. Uh, you're not the first one to have said that to me <laughs> when I've reached out and I've I've done the whole hey would you like to be on the show sometime like when would be good for you and I've I've gotten the response oh hey I haven't streamed in like a week or two is that okay I'm like that's absolutely fine I understand I've taken breaks myself so getting sick also warrants a completely worthwhile time away to rest up so absolutely I'm, I'm absolutely amazed though with the dedication of some streamers out there who stream through being sick and you know for the most part you might not even you might not even know it was hard enough for me just to prop my head up and watch mm-hmm. something on tv um and these guys were coming out here under their lights and playing first person shooters and doing yeah. things so um i've massive props for anyone who can push through that and um hit go live and just be <laughs> be someone yeah. worth watching you know? yeah it takes an incredible incredible amount of effort and energy to stream and those that don't stream maybe maybe you don't know or maybe we make it look easy but it's certainly when you're feeling sick streaming is really difficult especially like if you have something that's affecting your ability to talk for me that's that's the deal breaker usually like i have i have streamed while being sick but if i'm there's a difference between not feeling great and i i physically can't talk because i'm either coughing or i just don't like feel great in the throat or chest area and i i agree with you though it's absolutely those those who power through it, it it's tough. It's tough to do a stream in general, but it just requires an immense amount of of energy and actual focus. And when you're sick, you probably don't want to do that anyway. So I'm glad that you took a break and took some time. There's there's definitely like let, let's talk about that feeling, right? When you take time away from creating any kind of content or streaming, you've alluded to this where you were saying, you know, it, it, it's tough if I to, to hit go live again. Will people even watch because I've been gone for a while? What, what's that feeling like or what what kind of drives those thoughts uh, that you, you just uh, verbalized? Anxiety is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anxiety is a thing that we, we all have. And whenever we try something new, you know, some, sometimes it's a, a, a good anxious energy. Sometimes it's a, a not so useful one. But I've I'm very lucky at the moment to I say lucky um, I'm lucky to have some skills that um, we've built up over the last few years dealing with um, the depression that my daughter has been experiencing. So we've been through a whole raft of um, group therapy sessions, uh, learning about dialectic um, behavior therapy, the idea that more than one thing can be true and each person has their own truth and probably the real truth sits somewhere in between everyone else's and just being accepting of that and being able to not put too much pressure pressure on yourself and accept the fact that I really would like to stream and I don't feel like doing it and that's okay you can you can sit back and th- overthink it and let um the negative thoughts like I'm not going to have any viewers. No one's going to want to see me. Oh, I've got all of that mess on my desk that I have to clean up. I don't even know if my setup's going to work when I go out there. Just all of these things can be out there, and it is super hard to to ignore it. But it's also okay to 
to have those concerns and be accepting of them. There is a chance that no one will come. And if that happens, how am I going to deal with it? I'm just going to to keep streaming. I'm going to keep building and I'm going to enjoy myself. I've streamed before when there was no one in chat for a good hour or two. And that's one of the hardest things uh, for Twitch streamers to do. We're lucky in the Leo community that we often don't have to deal with it because people will see someone building Lego and see one or two people in their chat and they'll come in and start talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the the greatest things about the Lego community. They just bring up everyone to the rising tide that brings up all ships. Um, and it's fantastic. It, it can be super difficult and it's it's not just streaming. It's It's all things in life. And just being accepting of the fact that you don't have to feel fantastic about everything. You don't have to be happy all of the time. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be upset. Things won't always be that way. Part of me always knew that after I've been streaming again for a little while, people will come. Um, people have come in the past. They'll they'll do it again. And it was more around that first first stream, first two or three streams, maybe even only the first fifteen minute. That um, inertia of getting back in the groove, having something to say, having something to talk about, being interesting. Um, but really, when you break it down, why are you doing this? Oh, because I enjoy streaming. I enjoy chatting with people about Lego. When you simplify it down, and it's so hard to do when all of the other thoughts are going on in your head, it's going back to basics and doing it because you enjoy it. If I was sitting there and saying all of these things, why do I want to stream? Oh, actually, I don't. I don't enjoy it. I I, I don't enjoy talking to people. I don't enjoy building Lego. Uh, then I would have to seriously think about what it is that I'm even doing with myself that I'm putting myself out there to stream. Why would I want to do this if I if I don't enjoy it? Streaming isn't streaming for some people is a job, but while it's a hobby, do it because you love it. Even if it's a job, you know you should still be doing it because you love it. You shouldn't be stuck in a job that you don't like. But people do get stuck into jobs that they don't like because get used to a certain way of life if you're doing well and um, or you've got no other options but for the most part if if you if you can find your way out of a situation and into one that you would rather be in then i'd say put your energy into that rather than um rather than trying to force something that's that's not really you i think some people some people see that they they start giving streaming a go and they realize that they don't really enjoy it and maybe do it a little bit too long for the most part i see so many people out there with almost no one in their streams and just enjoying streaming and playing and talking to the one person that comes in. And I would, I love jumping into their streams and talking to them and, and hanging out for, you know, 30 minutes or so. And, you know, reassuring, giving that reassuring voice that what they're doing is worthwhile and um, just, just keep at it. And if you're loving it, just keep doing it. Kia kaha, stand strong. We, we tend to, to use that a lot. And um, people, New Zealand's an interesting place. Um, <laughs> we're really nice to each other until we um, until someone puts themselves out there, and it, it's very much a case of oh, look at them thinking they're better than everyone else, and that's a it's tall poppy syndrome. Uh, you know, the tall poppy is the one that gets chopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else just likes to to chill out and and be themselves and just fly under the radar. And it's a very Kiwi attitude. It, it's not so much don't go over and above. It's don't do it and put yourself out there. People who go the extra mile are absolutely loved. And people who tell people about going the extra mile ridiculed. And it's really interesting. I've um I've been in job interviews and been told, look, you gotta sell yourself more. And it's just something that New Zealanders don't do. We don't sell what we do, what we're capable of. Yeah, we like to deflect the attention for the most part. So it makes makes streaming really interesting for us because we'd we'd much rather the the um the limelight be on someone else than ourselves that that's one part of our psyche that we we really have to overcome uh and how do you reconcile that as someone who's a streamer who's trying to do that thing where a big part of it is being in the limelight or getting attention on yourself it's community focused it's Mm. helping others if someone else is um, having trouble getting something working, spending some time and um, helping them out and, and getting that done. Just being under the radar and doing doing some work to help other people that that isn't 
focused on you and that you don't draw attention to. And I'm, I'm sitting here right now thinking of a couple of things that, you know, I could draw attention to and I'm just not going to because <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll leave it for other people if they want to say it. Um, yeah. But I, I try to, I try to be helpful. I try to um, put time behind the scenes. I probably spend more time offline working on um, streams or trains and things like that than I do online um, actually streaming. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a very Kiwi way of going about things. Put in the hard work beforehand and then, mm-hmm. you know, everything else is just, just the cream on the top. It's sort of the way, you know, anyone who plays sports throughout my sporting career, it's, it's always been the same. It's you train hard and you play play easy. Not that you play easy, you know, just makes the game easy. It's a, it, 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 it's very interesting in New Zealand. Anyone who likes Star Wars will know that Timur Morrison is yep. um, very prominent in Star Wars these days. And in New Zealand, when he was first cast as um, Boba Fett, or Django Fett, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Boba Fett, it was very difficult to take. It was like, what's a New Zealander doing in Star Wars? Why, <laughs> why are you ruining it for us? Yeah. This is, <laughs> and I, I still struggle. I, I, anytime I hear the New Zealand accent, but it, you know, more and more, it's you know, New Zealanders are out there on the world stage and achieving. You just got to look at um, the boys. It's led by two New Zealand actors, and you wouldn't know they're New Zealanders because one's putting on a. British accent, one's putting on an American accent, but um, I can think back to like um, Outrageous Fortune, which is a show in New Zealand about West Aucklanders, and West Aucklanders are uh, they're sort of like the um, petrol heads. The um, I, I, I don't want to be insulting, <laughs> but the, <laughs> the, the petrol head bogans with the long hair and the black clothes, and mm. they're, they're a certain type, um, but it's not everyone in West Auckland. West Auckland's a very expensive place to live now, so, mm-hmm. so it's not like that, but that's the attitude, and Outrageous Fortune is uh, a, a family that's associated with crime in West Auckland, and that was his beginnings. He was playing a dumb idiot, and um, actually he was playing twin brothers, a dumb idiot and a suave sort of manipulator, and his leap has been a lot easier for a lot of people to accept, I think, than than Tim and Morrison's. And it's just because it's starting to become normalized that New Zealanders yeah. are achieving. So yeah. maybe things will start to change. You know, you see people on the world stage doing well, and then people start to think, oh, so-and-so could probably, I could probably do that too. Stephen Adams in the NBA made it normal for people to succeed in American sports so people can have these goals of trying to succeed and people aren't going to go, oh, you're never going to make the NBA. It can't be done. No one, no one in New Zealand's ever going to do it. So, um, yeah, just time. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll slowly mature. We'll change as a, as a nation. But um, that, that's one of our hang-ups, just being the centre of attention, built into us to, to not be. <laughs> that certainly probably feels weird, right, trying to do streaming, which is in some ways very much kind of against what, what you were describing as far as how y'all like to fly low on the radar versus, you know, hitting a button that broadcasts you and your camera and what you're doing to everyone on the internet. So I think that's very interesting. And thank you for for sharing that insight. And, you know, some of the streams where I'm most comfortable, I'm enjoying this, but this is also very nerve wracking because. <laughs> You're obviously asking me a lot of questions right, 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 very right. directly, and I'm yeah, yeah. I, I could talk. I could probably talk all day, but um, I often go on Flobbit Creators after show, and we talk about um, Andor episodes or Obi Wan episodes, mm-hmm. and those are just really relaxed and casual for me because I'm one of three or four people on screen, and I can just jump in and talk about what we're talking about, and then sit back and just not be the center of attention. Yeah. And that's really comfortable for me. And mm-hmm. I think, I feel like that's when I'm at my, at my best streaming mm-hmm. because I can just relax and take it easy and not feel the need to entertain, feel the need. I enjoy doing it. I enjoy engaging with chat. I love everyone who comes in and, and right. talks to me and says hi, but it's definitely a lot more comfortable to just fly under the radar and take mm-hmm. it easy. Mm-hmm. So you prefer uh, that example of 
group streams or or where there's multiple people on and personalities to uh, fill that fill that space, so to speak, right? And then it's it's vastly different than being in a one-on-one interview or the soul streamer where everyone has to look at you and listen to what you have to say. Does that make it, yeah, does that make yeah, it difficult that's... like to do this regularly on a regular basis? In terms of where you get your energy from, I think it does. Yeah. It's the analogy of team sports versus individual sports. You know, right. I've grown up playing team sports and I played a, I've played a hell of a lot of rugby and to the point where I was very comfortable just slotting in wherever I was needed. Every position requires a different skill set and different physical abilities. And I kind of just gave up on all of that and just started slotting in wherever the team would need me. Uh, to the point where at a senior level, I played 14 out of the 15 positions. And the only one I didn't was the one that required you to be the most skillful player on the on the field, basically. Right. And I just found that easier than just trying to commit to being one thing. I'd rather learn all things and just slot in where needed, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, sort of a jack of all trades and master of none. Right. That's uh, that's very, very Kiwi, Kiwi way of thinking. You know, build your own house, but um, don't go out building mansions. Do you feel Landscape like... Escape your own garden, but don't go and design the botanical gardens sort of thing do you feel do you feel like this mindset really affects how you approach content creation and and the act of streaming and broadcasting yes and no for the most part you know i i like to just stick with what works so i guess in a way um you know not putting myself out there but then also um you know we do things on our channel with easter eggs where we i've basically gone through and hidden a whole lot of clips i know it's very common for um people to have a list of clips and redeems that um people can come to a channel and and engage with we hide them and uh it means <laughs> chat has to engage on another level they actually have to notice what's going on and um if they want to if they want to play the back to the future um clip then they have to work out what word it was that someone said that actually triggered it. Hmm. I've um, we've got a list of redeems for um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, where Chat basically plays the plays the scene, you know, the Backstreet Boys um, lineup, mm-hmm. and they just take their turn take their turns playing it, and that kind of comes from the the desire to be a little bit different, so mm-hmm. it's not. So it is standing, trying to stand out a little bit. I didn't want my stream to be exactly the same as everyone else's. I wanted it to have quirks. And I think everyone should probably aim to try and do something a little bit differently, something that help help make them stand out. Some people are just, you know, naturally very, um, very good at engaging with people and just very sincere and can just straight off the bat, not that, not that everyone's not sincere, okay? That's not what I mean. <laughs> but, you know, they don't have to force it. They they can just sit back, chat, and really enjoy hanging out with hanging out with chat. And that's enough. That's enough to carry a great stream. Others, you know, I, just in one stream, my energy levels are gonna they're gonna go up and down. So um, having the ability for chat to to do something um, to to entertain themselves, if you know, my energy levels are a little bit low. It's um, it, it's very handy. But um, one other thing is New Zealanders have this um, thing called number eight wire attitude, which is make something out of anything. It's very useful in streaming because like, for instance, I'm in my garage. What's behind me is a wall that I built on um, out of some four by two and some um, plywood. And I actually wallpapered it today. You might not, you can't really see much of it, but it's a, uh, it's a Star Wars backdrop. We just make things out of out of ingenuity a little bit. I'm not again. I'm not sitting here trying to say I'm ingenious. <laughs> so, um, I'm falling into some traps here. But we, yeah, using iPhone old iPhones that have retired from use for um, my desktop and um, building cams and things like that. Using the EOS webcam utility for my Canon camera because I had a decent camera and 
didn't want to go out and buy a specific streaming camera and spend money that didn't really <laughs> didn't really have to spend on a, a yeah. flash a flash camera. Um, just making do with what you've got is a very um, Kiwi way way of doing things, mm. um, and I've just slowly probably the this is really strange the the worst spend I ever did on um, on my streaming setup is actually this camera that I'm on right now <laughs> because this is the third time I've used it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in six months i've used it three times it's very fortuitous that i have it today um yeah, yeah. but um it, it just wasn't necessary i thought i needed it and i i really didn't for the most part but yeah just just making do with what you have you know re- rebuilding sets that you built in the past and sharing it with people on stream yeah um i i have to start mocking because eventually Streaming Lego is going to become too expensive for me, and I'm not going to be able to buy the new sets all of the time. Uh, I I want to get into mocking anyway. I've joined the local um, the local lug um, well lug, and um, been to the meetings and been to a few brick shows. And now I just need to I need to push myself um, to get out there and and get involved in that community yeah. more so than I have been. That's really exciting. I think I think you fall into the category that a lot of us do when we've been doing this long enough. That is to say streaming Lego, where the question is, do I sustain it by getting more sets or do I take up mocking? <laughs> right? That's that's certainly I think you're you're at a wonderful crossroads that a lot of us have found ourselves at. We didn't we didn't really get a chance to talk too much about how you got into Lego. Uh, what what is that story? How did, oh. how, did, how did you get into Lego to begin with? As a, as a youngster, um, you know, four or five, uh, yeah. I remember we had a um, we had a suitcase, and it was like it was like one of those very old school sort of sixties school suitcases mm. where you might put books and your lunch in it. Uh, <laughs> and we had one of those that was just full of bricks, and it was full of the old. Um, I can't I don't even know what those figures were called with the yellow suit. Yellow dome head, um, not dome head, sphere head, and they're just basically on a um, a two by two brick with oh. arms that click in and all those things. And I used to sit there in front of the TV watching the VHS of Star Wars that I'd recorded off TV, <laughs> building X wings and Tie fighters with um, with those Lego bricks, and they they were horrendous little builds. They were so bad because. <laughs> You just had no flexibility with what you could do with them. Yeah. But I remember looking through all the toy catalogs and seeing all these pirate sets and things like that and wanting to wanting to get them, getting a couple of city sets, but not really being, you know, the city sets were the small and affordable ones and the um, the pirates, they were the big sets. And it was, we're not getting those. Just, just <laughs> no way. Um, so like everyone else, you know, Lego falls by the wayside and then, um, all of a sudden around, what was it? 99, 2000, they start making these Lego Star Wars sets. Well, at the time I was just about just starting university and it wasn't really the right time for for me Mm. to be, um, building Lego. So I was, I was out partying and having a good time and wasn't spending money on, on Lego sets, but then eventually settled down had kids it actually wasn't too too long after that it was only really like 2003 four and five settled down started a family mm-hmm. um and once our um once our kids started to get to that age it was i remember lego let's let's see what see where things are at now i remember we um i think i think my oldest daughter might have been about six and we um we went out and bought a uh, a Y wing <laughs> for her. Nice. <laughs> and she sat down and built it. She's never touched it again, but at the time she loved it. <laughs> but I've built it a dozen times since. Oh then. yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and that was that was it. I I think I got a got an A wing, and then um, the the big purchase was we were we were very fortunate um, that um, my daughter's grandparents shouted us a, a family trip to Disneyland mm. it was with all of the all of the families so the grandparents um, and all the siblings and step siblings and we all went over and we had an awesome time but while there 
um, went to our first ever Lego store because at the time we didn't have Lego stores in New Zealand. And went to downtown Disney, went to the Lego store there, and I saw this thing, the snow speeder, and I absolutely had to have it. <laughs> there was, <laughs> that, that was the first time when I looked at the set, it was like, I'm not leaving the store until we've bought that. <laughs> and um, my wife was very understanding. I hadn't spent a lot at Disneyland myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'd spend a lot on the kids. And she said, no, if, you want, if you want that, we can get that. And she probably regrets that to this day because um, <laughs> it's not stopped since then. That was that was it, right? That was the moment that it all kind of yeah happened. That, that was that was the one set that just triggered it all, and it's like, wow, that's that looks incredible. That's Lego, and it doesn't look like Lego. And it looks like the thing from the movie that I love. Yeah, and yeah, there was. I'm not going to say it was love at first sight. It was. <laughs> it was just igniting a passion that, and again, you know, it's all these dormant things. It's playing Le- playing with Lego when you were young and yep. watching Star Wars when you were young and the two coming together, having kids, having wanting to share that experience. Um, yeah, things come full circle and um, sometimes it's, yeah, it, it just works really well. I love that. I love that story. I like how you could even pinpoint the moment that it all kind of changed for you. And I, I, I really appreciate that. I'm glad that you have that story and here you are, right? All that time later. Now it, it's just as big a part of your, your life. And it's also a big part of bigger. Much yeah. Bigger. Yeah. I was going to say it, it, it's, it's probably a part of other aspects, right? Including the content creation portion. And it probably admittedly, if it wasn't for that, you, wouldn't be as focused on content creation if not for the Lego side of it all. So, yeah, I, I probably would have tried streaming first person shooters or strategy games, and I'd probably have two or three people in my chat if I'm lucky. Twitch is very difficult to build a community with in a lot of places. You know, there, there are so many established um, streamers, and they tend to stream for a lot longer than your average. Um, lego builder does Mm -hmm. so it's very hard very hard to break in you're competing with you're competing with a really talented people who Mm -hmm. you know they can no scope 360 headshot people um, (laughs) right it's like what am i gonna do yeah um whereas whereas lego's a little bit more of an even playing field (laughs) yeah and everyone right yeah, for the most part, everyone raids into one another and the community is the community. Everyone's in everyone's streams and just being super supportive. The weather. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's been a really good one lately, though, um, because I actually had to cancel a stream because I'm in my garage and the garage door was literally trying to come off the hinges. Uh, oh, wow. Well, off the rails. And it was just banging away and crazy. The weather in New Zealand has been really interesting this year. We, it used to be if you had two thunderstorms a year, that was sort of about what you'd expect. We were having two thunderstorms a week through winter. It was insane. It was it was the wettest um, winter on in Wellington on record. Wellington's the city nearest to where I live. It, it's just absurd how wet it's been. Um, and now it's been wet in spring as well. I play a sport called cricket. Uh, which requires that you haven't really had a lot of rain lately. You throw balls into the ground and hope they bounce, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we, we we also play on artificial turfs, which is basically concrete with some um, grass over the top because it can be so changeable, the weather. Uh, but I've had, we should have played eight games and we've played three in the other weekends it's been raining and wow. it's only spring. So weather, weather, weather is the weather. go-to. Yeah. Weather's one go-to. Uh, yeah, another yeah. one is a, a good one when you know people are there. Uh, you know, you know, you've got some lurkers there who you, you're sort of trying to tease out. I, I never want to force someone um, who I know is lurking to to chat, uh, right. but I might just ask a couple of questions. You know, what what sets of people excited about? Um, you know, what have people been building lately? What are you doing this over the weekend? Anyone looking forward to anything exciting? Just leaving open-ended questions because um, 
you know, if, if someone's in your chat and not talking, it's because they want to be in your chat and not talk. You, it's up to you as the streamer to en- encourage them to want to talk, to want to share something. That's probably my number one goal when I'm streaming, just to encourage people to um, to to share, to be a part of it, and not um, feel like they have to sit back. I've I've been in streams where I've you know sat back and um, not wanted to get in, get involved in the chat, and it's it's counter to how I normally am in in streams. You know, I, I want to go in and say hi and, and talk to people. I, I I don't want people to feel like they can't say things in my stream. It's definitely a, f- a fine line in a way, right? Because you're trying to cater to a couple different sides of how to consume one of these streams. Because you have the people who want to get in into a chat room, say hello, interact with everyone else and the streamer. And then you have the other people who will put the stream up and they're just happy to listen to what's going on maybe have a laugh or something or just listen to what's going on without necessarily engaging directly with the streamer it's somewhat more passive i end up doing that during the day while i work somewhat out of necessity yep. because i'm i'm working but yeah and and necessity is absolutely one of the main reasons people people aren't going to engage you know the amount of i am super surprised with the amount of people who have my stream up while they're working or yeah. they're doing other things. I could I could think of a million better things to have up while, <laughs> <laughs> while you're working. But um no that they're, they're nice enough to to do that. And um you know if they're nice enough to let me know about it too then that, that's yeah. awesome. But if if they if they're absolutely happy just being in the background and letting letting everyone else chat and just listen to the stream or watch the stream, then um I I'm not gonna I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to say that that's not how my stream is meant to be <laughs> right, right. Um, consumed. It's I'm a I'm a very big childish Gambino fan, and I remember when he released "This Is America." Someone asked him, "What is the meaning of this? You know what What are you trying to say?" And he just deadpan sat back and said, "I'm not going to tell people how." they should enjoy my music. It means mm-hmm. to them what it means. And that's that's how it is. Right. Um if if I go and say what it is to me, then I'm, you know, I'm tainting it for them. But it he's put it out there and it has whatever meaning people want to um want to draw from it. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that stance. But I'm not I'm not just comparing myself to childish can you know in any sense. <laughs> Not at all. The, the concept is still there, though. The concept is still yeah. strong. So I, I absolutely, I, I appreciate that. Consume it how you will. Consume it how you will. Not, not that I'm saying that you should tell people how to consume it, but I do have the question <laughs> of where do you see your channel going? What are your what What do you want to do with your Twitch channel and your community? What kind of goals do you have? I really enjoyed. Um, the fundraiser that we did a few months ago. Mm. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, um, Bricks O'Brien, I believe Bricks O'Brien was the main protagonist, uh, but also with the support of more and more and uh, several others in the brick building community, uh, put together a, a group of uh, streamers to stream for uh, Stand Up to Cancer. And this was this was fairly early on. I think I'd been streaming three months at that stage. But it, it was a cause that I was really keen to support. Um, cancers had a very big impact on my family. Being able to be a part of that community, I went in there scared that we wouldn't raise a single dollar in my stream. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we far surpassed that. We, we surpassed my wildest dreams, to be honest, um, at the time, considering how small um, my following was um, and still is, really. Mm-hmm. But what I would really like to do with it is to to be able to create a platform where on regular basis I'm able to make contributions to causes like that. And to an extent, the stream needs to be able to be uh, self-sustaining. So I can't, at, at this stage, if, if I was to count up all of the Lego sets that I'd, I'd streamed, it would be at a massive loss. And I could have just <laughs> turned around and put that money into into good causes rather right. than into my Lego collection. <laughs> um, I would absolutely love it if I was able to find a balance of both, have an engaged community 
it's large enough to contribute and make a difference. I mean, any any contribution is is appreciated, but to be able to do it on a regular basis, I, I looked at some of the numbers that people were contributing and thought that's incredible. You guys are amazing, and I would love to be a part of fostering all of that. Not not for the kudos because that's not how <laughs> we do it in New Zealand, but just for being able to make differences in people's lives. That would be the end goal, and for it to not send me bankrupt, that would be really nice too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so an, an absolute balance of being self-sustaining and then being able to to give to some really good causes. Because um, I I did I did um, reach out ahead of time and talk to you about depression, and I mentioned my daughter's depression earlier in the stream. We have had it really tough the last couple of years. We struggled very hard with um, with suicide attempts. Uh, we were extremely lucky um, to have some really good support around um, around the place, and everything was able to be um, be managed. And being able to um, contribute in ways that would support others to you know through what we went through. And what we're still going through on a daily basis, that this stuff never really ends. You don't all of a sudden stop being, um, stop suffering from depression. You know that mm-hmm. the triggers are always there. There's always a possibility that um, something will bring you down. But anything that I could do to help others in need would be would be super amazing. And at the moment, just trying to steadily grow. And if I can continue to steadily grow. Um, I think, you know, going into next year, I might really be in a place where, you know, maybe the next time Stand Up to Cancer comes around, we could double those numbers, triple those numbers, do something amazing, start really start really making a difference. Uh, and that, that's what I would really love to be able to do. If I could do that on a more regular basis. In business, there's this idea that you keep you keep trying to make money out of the customers that you have. You know, you keep trying to maximize their spend with you. That's not something that you want to do when you're when you're fundraising. You want to appeal to more people. You want to um, get more people contributing less, so that it, you know the burden isn't so great. So if I can, can grow the channel, if I can get people in from outside of the Lego community, bring them into the Lego community, or uh, just bring them in to the New Zealand streaming uh, community, because that that's a thing too. There's a I am surprised how many streamers there are in New Zealand. There are Oh, there yeah. are a ton for um, even outside of Lego, but Lego streamers in New Zealand. There are a ton of us, but outside of that, there's a bunch of really good streamers who just you know really super down to earth, really welcoming, fantastic communities. Just being able to grow these communities because all of them do their bit too. They they're all contributing in in ways fundraising, and so if I can introduce people to the communities, they don't have to donate on my stream that someone else might be having a um a fundraiser in april that i'm not doing but if you know somehow we we put people in touch with one another and it turned out to be a donation or even just you know raising the profile in their um respective categories on twitch all of those things help yeah and um i think twitch is a fantastic platform in general for um for social um social upbringing for just everyone contributing for good causes and just trying to trying to help and make changes in the world i i really admire that i think that that's really awesome i i I got my start as a streamer mostly as a charity streamer and it's a big part of what i like to do as well so uh, i'm glad that that's something you're you're looking for doing and and thank you for your your help with the stand up to cancer campaign that was that was wonderful i got to catch some of that that was absolutely fantastic and that you know there my um, my hair has grown back and i had yeah, my first haircut this week yeah i was going to say there was there's some shenanigans with hair uh that happened and went down but yeah absolutely thank you for for sharing that and thank you for uh sharing opening up about how depression has affected your family and that that's certainly something that is is certainly a, a tough thing. And and before we we sat down to do this, you shared uh, with me a resource that uh, we wanted to kind of put out there for folks. 
uh, who are who are struggling. And actually, I can type that in the the chat. But this is a list of international uh, suicide hotlines. So, just want to put that out there and and thank you for sharing that. It's something that, you know that it's it's a day to day thing that many people struggle with. And thank you for it, sharing it is. That. And I would I'd like to see more people sharing it. The more we talk about it, the less taboo it becomes. Mental mental health in general is just something that um, we should all feel comfortable talking about amongst our our friends and families. And the more we do that, the the smaller the impact's going to be on the people that actually are going through this these things. It, it's hard enough to to go through it when you're in it, let alone having to deal with um, judgments from from outside people who aren't accepting people who don't understand the more we talk about it the more we'll raise that understanding and just make it make it an acceptable thing it, it's it must be so difficult for anyone who's feeling like the you know their world is caving in that they're not worthwhile um, and then have people judging them because of that, telling them that they're not. Um, it, that's a cycle that's never going to improve. The only way that it improves is when people are accepting of it and it becomes a thing that no one is judged for. It's um, I'm not the most eloquent when I'm speaking about this. It starts to get me a little bit emotional and I start losing losing my words. But um yeah, just just be nice to one another, people, and just think about how you would like to be treated when you're not feeling your best, and treat other people that way. Thank you for for opening up about that. It's definitely something that should be talked about more. Thank thank you for putting that out there. Thank you for sharing. I know that's something that is really important to you, so I'm glad that we can can touch on that. I know where you want to go with your channel. Is there anything in the near future that you have planned or anything that you are looking uh, forward to doing uh, in the context of your channel and your community and content? In the next wee while, I'm going to be changing things up a little bit. I felt really bad about not not streaming at the beginning of this month. And um, I, I obviously there were reasons I couldn't. Um, and then I let things get a little bit on top of me. Uh, so I'm looking towards December to, um, this sounds like a massive undertaking, but it's not going to be, but, um, I'm going to begin an, an advent calendar for December. So we've got the, the Lego Star Wars advent calendar and we'll, we'll focus on that as the main part of some very short streams. Mm. Um, so whether it's, um, you know, half an hour to one hour of just focusing on that little thing and what people are up to just having a, having a bit of a chat maybe build a bag of something else. But I'm also going to start the very first of my retro gaming one-shots, which is going to be, I'm hoping to do this on a on a Monday New Zealand time, which is a Sunday, so tomorrow for other parts of the world, where we take an older game, and older games are good for this because they tend to not be so long, and just play it start to finish awesome. um, in, in one stream. So a one shot. Uh, so the likes of Half Life and its um, its add ons and sequels, Call of Duty, Bioshock. Um, there's a f- there's a few other games in there too. Um, so I'm not going to be doing this every <laughs> every day, but um, <laughs> maybe like once a fortnight sort of thing. Once every two weeks. Uh, I know some places don't know what fortnights are. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Um, and and yeah, just 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 try and get back into that um that retro gaming, um classic gaming, I guess it's more more sort of geared towards. And um just start getting over my own anxieties around um some of those games and the burnout that I experienced and um do it at a time of year when it's pretty festive and lighthearted and hope hopefully uh, people can get lost in it with me and not worry about other things that might be going on in, in the world or stresses that might be coming with Christmas. Try and make it a fun, fun time. And yeah, um, yeah. So, so a bit more, bit more gaming, 
building Lego every day, at least in a little way, and right. um, just looking to kick things kick things off in December with a view for um, some regular streaming in 2023. So getting that schedule done. Being able to tell, you know, raids that arrive, oh, I stream at this time and this time on this day and this day. <laughs> there you go. Instead of just follow me and find out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, just just having a little bit more structure around it. And that, that's going to help in family life too. We yeah, well. Talking to my wife in the morning, what should we do for dinner tonight? And the first question she always um, puts to me is, are you streaming tonight? Oh, and yeah. it's, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so if I if I can tell her when I am and aren't streaming, then she knows whether or not I can contribute to cooking dinner or things like that. Yeah. Um, just, just, yeah, it, it would help in, on a lot of levels. Um, but, yeah, um, I am looking to begin being more regular. That's Great. the that's the the big thing, the big takeaway. Well, I look forward to that regular streams with the advent calendar and some retro or classic gaming awesome things to do. I I mean, I I always love the classic stuff and you don't always see that as much on Twitch nowadays, so that's really awesome. I want to thank you for hanging out with me today taking some time out of your afternoon. Uh, I want to thank you for having me. You're very it's welcome. It's been fun. Yeah. You're very, very nerve-wracking, but very fun. Yeah, I I apologize. <laughs> but I'm glad that you you sat down with me and we got to learn a little bit about who you are and and why you do uh, what you do. So thank, thank you, Whippy. I'm going to let everyone know twitch.tv slash whippywhipster. So... Uh, check check Whippy out, and there will be regular streams coming soon. Was there any final words that you wanted to share with folks as we close out this this episode of Crossing the Streams? I want to say a big thank you to everyone in chat, first of all. Uh, thank you for coming along and, and watching today. It, it, it's interesting, you know, people come to my stream to see me, but they've come here to to listen to what I have to say um, on your stream, which is that, that that just blows me away. Of course, they're coming for you, though. Let's face it, you're the real star here. Yeah. But I, I also want to say a huge thank you to uh, the team on the Brick Building Raid Train. Um, I can name all of them because it's not too long. Got Jake Studs, Lego Puck Boys just joined us. Uh, Building with the Black Dog, Sapiens, and I am Bilzy. Um, we stream on a Tuesday and Wednesday, depending on where you are in the world. And um, there's a couple of Lego masters in there. We're lucky enough to have share the share Twitch with us. And the members of the People's Train. It's having a little bit of a hiatus at the moment while we reorganise ourselves, but we stream over the weekend. Sometimes we've streamed from Friday through to Sunday just as one big train. But we're um yeah, people people's schedules have been changing, so it's getting a bit more difficult to organize. But um we're looking to try and come back with something in, in the new year. Um so everyone who's a part of that, just a massive thank you for all of your support. And um yeah, just a, a massive shout out to all of the fantastic Lego streamers and content creators and everyone who's a part of the community who follows, lurks subscribes does all the amazing things that helps us um continue to do what what we do and hit go live every every other day when we actually do 